listener production. You, you got queer questions, we got queer answers. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to another episode of Come Out Wherever You Are. It is Friday, and you know what that means, don't you? It's time for our favorite weekly segment, Queer Questions, where we dive deep into a relevant piece of news or a cultural moment that is consuming the lives of queer humans everywhere. Because we know you have queer questions. That's why we made the segment. And you're in luck, because we have queer answers. You got queer questions. We got queer answers. Today's queer question is... Why is everybody talking about queer baiting? After being driven off Twitter following rampant accusations of queer baiting, 18 year old Heartstopper actor Kit Connor returned several weeks later to make an announcement. He said, I'm bi. Congrats for forcing an 18 year old to out himself. I think some of you missed the point of the show. Bye. Let that sink in. Connor's character on the hit British coming-of-age romantic comedy drama series from Netflix, Nick, is a young boy coming to terms with and then coming out as bisexual. His portrayal inspired many fans, mostly young TikTok users, to obsess over his actual sexuality off-screen. What started off as kind of inquisitive comments, you can literally see them online, people saying, this is so believable, I wonder if he's bisexual quickly escalated to queerbaiting accusations when Connor was seen holding hands with a woman. After many months of downright trolling online that he had to handle every single day, it inspired him to not only speak out against pressuring actors to come out before they're ready, but then also forcing him to leave Twitter altogether. Connor felt really forced that he had to kind of hush the claims of queerbaiting. So he came out of the closet. So what is queerbaiting? Is the term even being used correctly? Why are so many celebrities being accused of it right now? And is this really the directions we want things to go in? Let's start off with a bit of queer history. So scholars came up with the term queerbaiting in the early 2000s to address the tokenistic use of LGBTQI plus characters or potential queer characters in fictional shows. Thomas Bodinet, senior lecturer in the Department of Media, Communications, Creative Arts, Language, and Literature at Macquarie University in Sydney, said the term emerged at a time when the visibility of LGBTQI plus characters on screens were slowly ramping up. Dr. Bodinet spoke to the feed and said, this representation had often been utilized somewhat uncritically by media producers to tap into what we call the pink economy. Rather than showing a serious commitment to exploring queer themes, queerbaiting was a criticism of media, fictional television specifically, that was more concerned with making money by targeting a new audience. At some point along the way, I'm not exactly sure where this definition started to change or evolve to critique characters in media, hinting at but never really depicting a same-sex relationship. So, for example, a character in, say, BBC's Sherlock, who may or may not be same-sex attracted, is used, and they drop hints or have subtle references, which naturally garners the interest of queer audiences. But they never really do anything with the information, right? He, he might be, but they don't show it, right? They never address it. In fact, they just don't talk about it at all, which can sometimes frustrate audiences who might feel duped. And then more recently... 
the queerbaiting word evolves yet again, thanks to social media, especially TikTok, right? The, the term evolves, and this time it removes the fictional TV or media element altogether and instead is just criticizing people in their everyday life because of a role they play, or maybe not even a role at all, because of the music they sing or the way that they walk or the clothes that they wear. So a musician like Harry Styles is a really good example, right? He often expresses himself in a bright and colorful way. Sometimes he even wears dresses. Or Cardi B, who was seen in a music video, dancing nude with fellow musician Normani in a quite sexual manner. And then there's Billie Eilish, who posted content at a slumber party, dancing with all of her girlfriends, and the caption said, I love girls. And finally, another recent example was Madonna, who posted a TikTok video captioned, If I Miss, I'm Gay, where she was seen throwing a pair of hot pink underwear into a trash can and then misses the shot entirely. It's happened to Nick Jonas, Tyler Posse, Rita Ora, Lady Gaga, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Bella Hadid, Ariana Grande, Tyler the Creator. The list literally goes on and on and on and on and on. Now, all of those celebrities have their own unique situations or moments that inspired fans to call them out for queerbaiting. But when did we take this title, which was meant for fictional characters, and just drag it out into the real world? People like Christina Aguilera, Cardi B, and now Kit Connor have literally been forced to come out of the closet because of actions they've made in their personal lives. They've expressed themselves authentically. It's very consistent with their actual sexual identity. But because they weren't out, they had to deal with backlash from fans, which over time made them feel the need in the midst of and the threat of cancel culture to out themselves. In Kit's case, when he might not have been ready. Here's what I think. This is what I like to ask myself. Do you know the person personally? Do you know for sure their truth about their sexuality? Is their previous work consistent with being an ally? Have they previously done malicious things in an attempt to make money, right? Mocking a minority group. Is their work, the work you're judging them for, is it doing good in the world? Is it bringing awareness to, in a positive way, the queer lived experience? Is it normalizing queer people's lives? If the answer is uh, no, no, yes, no, and yes, then shut the fuck up. Seriously. And please, for the love of God, stop using the word queerbaiting. That's not what's happening here. You're using the word wrong. Now, listen, if they've said that they're straight, like specifically and directly said, I am a heterosexual person, and then they go and kiss someone of the same sex in a music video, or they wink at the camera and they say, maybe not, come buy my tickets to my show if you're gay and want to find out. (laughs) Go for it. Drag them. Call them out. Please. What are we doing here? And by we, I mean like the TikTok teens. Because it looks like to me, we're forcing people out of the closet based off of theories, our own personal judgments. I'm getting mad here, but like, did you even watch Heartstopper? Did Kit's character not move and inspire you? Did his character not struggle with the same issues that you're thrusting onto the actor? And because you, Barbara, at home behind your little keyboard, don't know his sexuality, which is personal information. You don't have a right to that information. You have decided to bully him online and call for the show to remove him as an actor or literally force him to come out or else? Seriously? I mean, I get it. Partially, like maybe 10% of me gets it. 
You want queer people playing queer roles. I get that. That's an issue of our time. We've talked about that on the show a lot. But now you're literally peer pressuring actual queer people into coming out when they aren't ready because you don't know their sexuality? That's not okay. I feel like I don't know Kit's story well enough, but I know the Madonna example really well. Because some might argue that her entire career has been defined by stirring this gay pot just a little bit. She walks that fine line, I think, of advocacy and what some would deem as, quote, queerbaiting, but used in the wrong way. She's always ignited public conversation about gender and sexuality. But her work, her life, speaks for itself. Her mentor, her dance teacher, her brother, all gay. The connections that she's had in her personal life have inspired her to advocate publicly for our community. Most notably during AIDS and HIV. Or the same-sex marriage debate. She was right there, front and center in the U.S., saying, this is how I feel. Her work has always highlighted gay culture, all the damn time. In many ways, she was the first. That's why people like call her the queen of the gays in many ways. She's like an idol to so many of us. She gave artists, gay artists, our images, our themes, the dancing performance. She gave us mass treatment. We got mass exposure. But Madonna, for all her amazing support of our community, literally putting us at the front of all of her music videos and on the tour, she still can't escape it because we're never happy. Gays are never happy, are we? We're always looking for something. You just type Madonna into Google and you're just going to find a long list of public criticism. And it's always connected to the gay community. The gays are always angry at her. She gets in trouble because her iconic music video, Vogue, which many queer historians consider the queer anthem, they say it's cultural appropriation. And then there's the infamous makeout session with her and Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera at the 2003 Video Music Awards, which is often cited in articles for queer baiting. But personally, I've just... I've never once felt anything other than admiration and appreciation and respect for Madonna's work. Have I thought of her as gay? No. But I've always thought of her as the queen of the allies. You know, straight on paper, maybe bisexual in practice, gay at heart, but I don't know, so I don't speak on it. We, we just haven't had a lot of specific references to her sexuality. Not enough to grab onto, but... Madonna has admitted to fooling around with girls in her adolescence. She's admitted publicly that she believes everyone is bisexual. Her intentions have never once seemed malicious, you know, maybe professionally calculated, but it's not like she's done things in a joking manner. It's not like she gets up there and laughs and shows a picture of a lesbians making out or dancing and then like, that doesn't happen. Vogue didn't push queers into the front in a, in a joking manner. The Britney Spears kiss wasn't about the three of them laughing afterwards. Those were serious. That was in the name of art to speak spark a public conversation, to broaden perspectives, to raise awareness, to normalize, to shine a light on a community she knows extremely well. Queer baiting? Eh, I do not think so. Social activism, normalizing all types of love, you know, from a person who absolutely has been a part of helping to normalize our community. I don't know. That seems a little bit more like it. The truth is we don't know because we don't 100% know Madonna's sexuality, just like we didn't know Kit's or Cardi B's. We still don't know Harry Styles. And you know what? That's okay. It has to be okay. Why would anyone in this community who struggled with their sexuality want to force other people out of the closet? People don't have to address their sexuality if they don't want to. Just because they're famous doesn't mean they have to talk about it. And they are allowed to express themselves in, quote, queer ways. And, and that has to be okay. 
you don't need to know their sexuality. And if they're not making harmful content, why? Why? Are you so upset? Personally, I think Madonna's career speaks for itself. I think her advocacy and her willingness to blur the lines of sexuality and gender stretches literally decades, okay? So when I saw that video of her, I wasn't left feeling icky inside. That's who Madonna is. That's who she's always been. She's sexually ambiguous. She's an ally. And she wants to force people to think about our experience. When she missed throwing that little shirt thing into the trash can, she looked at the camera and said, so what? That's what the look on her face was. And Kit, he's a child. He made a TV show and it highlighted a necessary queer storyline and a beautiful coming out moment that millions of people watch. He did it beautifully and you still weren't happy. Wow, I'm frustrated. This whole Kit thing and the Madonna thing has just left me feeling angry and uncomfortable. Because I just don't feel like it's the best use of our time or our advocacy power. There are so many other people we should be attacking, not these beautiful people. That's what I think. Now it's over to you. What do you think? Are you angry? Do you think this is totally fine? Am I in the wrong? Let me know. Head over to our Instagram account at come out wherever you are, or you send us an email at come out to us. That's come out, T-O-U-S at gmail.com. And let me have it. Come Out Wherever You Are is presented by me, Sean Zepps. Our lovely producer is... Lindsay Grain. Our executive producer is... Lemma Zaharia. And we can't forget our audio producer... Chris Marsh. Until next time, talk to you later, my friends. Bye.